We have Dr. Christopher Blundell. Dr. Christopher Blundell is a lecturer at the Faculty of Education at QUT. He teaches units in the faculty's bachelor and master's courses on assessment, digital pedagogies and strategic management. His current research interests include professional learning, the challenges of integrating digital technologies and teacher practice and the interaction between digital pedagogies and high-stake assessments. Chris also has 26 years teaching experience in P-12 schooling, including 11 years at an executive level in school leadership. He's also played a pivotal role in QT International Capacity Building Short Courses for International Partners. On my prac, I found two very distinct groups when it comes to schools. People that hate classroom technology, <laughs> hate it with such a passion, and people that really try and integrate it in their classrooms and in their lessons. And there seems to be a major battle between these two. Now, real talk, what are the advantages of technology and how do we use them without it being tokenistic? Um, probably a bit of background for me, just so you understand um, where I'm coming from. Whenever someone talks about technology, you can probably assume, rightly or wrongly, that they they're interested in talking about technology and teaching because they like technology. And so they're coming to transmit to you their big ideas and why they think technology should be there. Um, so to be really frank, I like technology, but that's not why I'm interested in it and that's not why I pursue it as far as something that's worth doing. My interest is driven out of something that um, became very clear to me, not at university, but in my first year of teaching, uh, was the fact that in the end you are teaching for learning. So your job at its most fundamental level is to help the students in your care learn. Um, and as a teacher therefore you have to look for the strategies that work, you have to look for the tools that will work. And in my mind technologies, digital technologies are simply tools. They're tools for learning which means they have a place now, they also don't have a place in certain things. Okay? So I need to be really clear about that because I don't want you to think that I'm evangelising um, the role of digital technologies in pedagogy. I'm not. Um, I instead want to talk about where it has its place. Um, and as Liam points out, there, there's a range of opinion about the role of digital technology should and shouldn't play with that. Um, and what I'm going to suggest to you that on one level that actually comes down to what teachers think teaching is and what they think learning is, um, which will therefore control where you see technology sitting. I'm going to try and reposition you. If your job is about helping your students to learn, you need to work out which tools work for them. Okay? And I'm going to use the word term very broadly because paper and pen is a tool. Okay? In the Industrial Revolution and in the formalising of schooling, we had sort of slate we then went to paper and pencil and they were just simply technologies that allowed whatever process was going on to occur. They have their time, they have their place, but they also have their limitations. And so my interest in technology is to say, can it help our students learn? Can it help us as teachers do teaching better? Um, but if it can't do those things, you shouldn't do it. Okay? And if you've looked at any of the research in this space, the overall summary is, is technology is kind of helping. And when you look deeply at it, some uses of technology are actually deeply problematic. They're actually creating negative effect. Some uses of technology are incredibly positive to the point you have students who are growing in terms of their learning um, improvement, the equivalent of two or three years of academic engagement. Now, the question is, 
why the variation? And here's what I want to suggest to you. I suggest that it comes down to your mindset about what teaching is, and that will control how you use technology. So if you think teaching is the act of transmitting knowledge, then your use of technology will be to help that. Okay? Now, that might be problematic because one of the things that I know many teachers talk about is the fact that technology is distracting, that students disengage because there's so much else going on. Now, my suggestion to you is that if the technology can't compete with those other things, you're not using it right. Okay? It should be active, should be unavoidably engaging, okay? irresistibly engaging. And so I'm going to suggest to you tonight that when you make decisions about the role that technology plays, you think very carefully about how does it help deeper engagement and deeper learning, and for you, how does it actually expose evidence of learning better? Okay. Um, and if you can think about it from that point of view, it will mean there are times where you'll say, um, no, the students shouldn't use technology because it's either adding cognitive load, so it's actually taking away from the ability, the students' ability to think because it's distracting them, or they have to work hard at using the technology and they're not learning. They're using the technology, they're not learning. Um, so we need to think about that as a point of saying, okay, well, what do we do? How do we do it better? Do you know that In the same way that if you actually have technology where you have a deep purpose, so let's say you're interested in the students following their own area of interest, following their own things that they're passionate about, then technology is a powerful tool in that instance because the student can chase their own line of inquiry. So with secondary students, they have a... a level of maturity to some extent, but also an academic skill set that they can use to follow their own area of interest with an appropriate level of guiding from you. Um, so that's a very useful tool. In the same way that um, there are some instances where without technology, the students either depend on you to know that they are learning uh, or depend on someone else. And I'll use a couple of examples of that. Um, who's played a sport or been coached by someone? One of the problems with that, for example, is that when you ask someone how you performed, they tell you what they saw and they tell you how they thought about it. You don't get to see yourself perform. Whereas if you video record yourself performing, you have evidence of how you did. You can use someone else's feedback. You can also get your own. Does that sort of make sense? And so that's what I'm talking about with technology. Technology should enable something deeper. But if it's simply a substitution, don't do it. And there are better things you can do with that. There are certain strategies, certain tools that work well um, in their current form, and your job is to really question that. So my suggestion to you tonight is a, a simple idea. You, in the end, you're about being purposeful. So what I suggest is that whenever you think about any tool in your practice, your first question you ask yourself is, why am I using it? What's my deep purpose for selecting this tool? Then think about how it will be used and how it will help students think, how it will help them to act and engage in the learning, and how it will help them capture evidence of their learning. Now, one of the big contentions that I have, and it's a challenge for teaching, is too much of education is formally dependent on someone else telling a student how they're going. It shouldn't be a situation where kids don't know at the end of a unit of work, how they're performing, they've got to wait for the result to work out how well they've done. That shouldn't be the case. 
And I would argue that if you can pick tools that help students see the evidence of their own learning and you can provide them a way so they can actually gauge how that's progressing, that's a better outcome for them. So the last step then is the outcome. So whenever tool you pick, how will you know it's achieved what you asked it to do? Okay, because I think the point's really well made here. You need to be flexible. And there are times when something in your head works really, really well, and in the classroom, it doesn't. Okay, you need to know when to pull out. Okay, the lesson is diving, pull out of the dive. Have a deep purpose, but think why, how am I doing it, and what's the outcome? Thank you, Chris.